And why is this an important conversation to have? It's important because we have limited time, right? I can tell you my productivity hacks and I can talk to you about that. And you can even, I've got a training on this and a podcast episode on that as well. Uh, and and we can could, we could have a conversation around that. But if you were doing the wrong activities for where you're at in your business or for the time that you have available, then you can be really productive, but it's still going to be hard to move your business forward. Hello. Okay. So I'm really excited about this topic. Uh, It's going to be short and sweet. Uh, Please feel free to join me for the next sort of 20 minutes as we chat about this important topic, which is around the mistakes that I see network marketers making when they're planning out their income producing activities and what to do instead. Now, if you are not in network marketing, stick around because I still think that you'll get a lot of uh, value from this training. Uh, However, I am going to be using a case study uh, or, you know, examples that are specific to network marketing. Now, a really common question that I get in my business is around, Jazz, what are your income reducing activities? What do you do every day to move your business forward? Am I right? Show, Show of hands if you've asked me that before or you've asked other people that. It's a really valid question, right? If I had a dollar for every time someone asked me about income reducing activities, I'd have a lot of dollars. And my personal, somewhat controversial opinion is that they're not always going to be the same activities, okay? I think network marketing traditionally has kind of uh, given this, um, I don't know, like um, the training has been very specific in terms of you do this and 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 you repeat that and you'll see results, And I just disagree, basically. So my personal and somewhat controversial opinion is that we are not going to be doing the same activities every single day in our business. And I'm going to explain to you in this training why that's the case. Now, the first thing that I want to mention is you are always going to be uh, going through seasons in your business. There are going to be times when you are more focused on enrolling new customers, okay, particularly at the start of your business. There are going to be times when you are more focused on supporting customers. There's going to be times when you are focused on refining infrastructure and systems, okay? And there's also going to be times that uh, you are more focused on mentoring, particularly if you are at uh, more of the kind of senior ranks in a doTERRA business or in any network marketing business. Uh, And in general, right, like I said, whatever kind of business you're in, you're always going to be going through seasons, right? There's going to be times when you are focused on different things, right? If you're in a, 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 you know, say you're a coach or you have a service-based business or even a product-based business, uh, there's going to be times when you're in launch mode and your activities in the lead up to that launch are going to be different to what they're in as as you onboard new clients, Okay, so your activities are always going to shift. And this idea, uh, particularly in network marketing, that we always do the same activities. And if we do them over and over and over and over and over again, we will see results is just not useful. It's not beneficial. Okay, and why is this an important conversation to have? It's important because we have limited time, right? I can tell you my productivity hacks. And I could talk to you about that. And you can even, I've got a training on this and a podcast episode on that as well. Uh, and, and we could, we could have a conversation around that, but if you were doing 
the wrong activities for where you're at in your business or for the time that you have available, then you can be really productive, but it's still going to be hard to move your business forward. Okay. So this conversation is extremely important because knowing where to focus your attention is a skill. It's a learned skill. Okay. Knowing where to focus your attention takes practice, uh, but it's really important to start working on that in your business so that you can maximize the time that you have available. And of course, maximize your impact and maximize the results that you are having. Okay, so this is not a conversation about productivity. This is a conversation around how to discern what you should be focused on in your network marketing business, or like I said, small business, whatever business that you're in. Okay, and I want to give you a case study and and an example. Like I said, this is this is a specific network marketing example. I'm just going to tell my husband to turn the heater off because it's so hot in here. Um. And so, like I said, if, hang around anyway, but this is a specific network marketing example. And it was a really great conversation that we had inside one of our weekly group coaching calls in my Ascension Mastermind, which early enrollment is open for the September round. So if you'd like more information on that, let me know. Uh, and it is one of our incredible clients in this container that has both a network marketing business and, um, and another business, a, a coaching energy healing business. And her question was around, I just don't know what to focus on. What do I focus on? Okay. And so what we did is, is there was a list of kind of all the different types of activities uh, that she needed at some stage to prioritize in her business. Okay. An example of this in a network marketing business might be uh, classes or, you know, workshops, online workshops, in-person workshops, uh, writing content. So copywriting, content creation, sales conversations, whether that is online or in person, uh, supporting customers, supporting leaders to teach and enroll customers, launching leaders, customer journey, continuing education, all of the things, all of the things, right? So that's just a list of all the things that need to be done at some stage in a network marketing business. Now, if you're a, um, a coach, a service provider, uh, you will have similar activities, right? You'll have creating content, copywriting, sales conversations. You might have in there uh, launches, um, you know, uh, email onboarding, a whole range of different activities. Okay. But I just want to stick with the, the specific network marketing case example here, which is around, uh, you know, workshops, creating copy, um, you know, copywriting, um, uh, sorry, uh, content creation in general, sales conversations, supporting leaders, supporting customers. And that's probably it for now. Lots of things, right? And traditionally, what we're what we're told is kind of if you do all of those things, um, and you're you always put out different workshops, right? That people can attend, that people will just come, right? We just do all of these activities over and over, and results will happen. But I want to offer a, a different perspective on having kind of a generic to do list in in a network marketing business. What I offered my client in our coaching call last week was a different perspective around how we view the to-do list and the activities that need to be done in our business. What if we instead looked at these activities, like that list of stuff, as an energetic exchange? 
What if we looked at that list in terms of breaking down what needs to happen for each activity? I want to give you an example. Take workshops, in-person, online, who cares? Even if you're in a different business, uh, it might be, you know, if you're a coach, it might be doing a free training like this. I think it's appropriate for us to assume that in order for someone to come to an online or an in-person workshop or a free training or whatever it is, that they're probably more likely to come if there has been value already provided to them, right? Content, perhaps you've already been doing some free training, perhaps you've been showing up on Instagram stories, whatever, okay? I think it's appropriate for us to assume that in order for someone to commit to to coming to an event, free event, paid paid event, whatever, there's probably going to need to be some value exchange beforehand, right? Three gives, one ask is kind of, you know, something that I've always kind of worked off is three gives, one ask. So workshops, workshops are on your list of things that you want to do in your network marketing business. If you, instead of just having this list, I've got to do workshops, I've got to onboard customers, I've got to have sales conversations, I've got to put out content. If you if you start to flip that and think, okay, well, what needs to happen in order for someone to commit to a workshop? What's the energetic exchange that needs to happen? What is the breakdown of those activities? And for a workshop, like I probably wouldn't go to something if it was, if I was brand new to kind of consuming that content, or if I just saw it online, I'd want to consume their content for a little bit. Similarly with onboarding leaders. Now for leaders to be as effective uh, as, as possible in a network marketing business, they probably need to be onboarded really well as a customer first, right? They need to have a really great understanding of what the customer journey looks like so that they can show up and support that, right? And also so they have a really great understanding of the product. With onboarding leaders as well, another part of this, if we think about this in terms of, okay, if I'm going to onboard leaders really well, what needs to happen before that? Another thing that you might uh, consider is they probably need to be exposed to, to the culture, you know, to the team in general. Is it a smooth running process or does it feel like a shit show, right? And then let's take the example of creating copy. So copywriting. How good do you think your copy will be if you have no idea who your ideal customer is? How good do you think your copy will be if you actually don't feel confident to write it, if you haven't been doing the mindset work? Do you see how I've kind of broken each of those activities down a little bit? Let me know in the comments or give me some of those love hearts on Instagram. And if you're watching along on Facebook, let me know in the comments if this is landing for you. Because I think sometimes we get really rigid in our approach with what we have to do. And that's part of what we're taught in network marketing. Traditionally, network marketing training has been, okay, these are all the activities you do. You invite, you know, you put workshops on on the list. You invite people to those workshops. You network. You create content. Happy days. If you do that over and over again, you'll see results. But that's just taking all of the like beautiful human connection and and just everything out of it. Like it, it's just creating this like skeleton approach that has no, uh, you know, room for flow or movement or for you to work to your strengths. 
You know, we're currently in uh, the first week of my social boss business accelerator, which is six, a six week fast track program, taking you from social media overwhelm into feeling confident to show up online consistently and to show up and sell. This is open to network marketers and non-network marketers. We have decided to open up uh, to keep uh, enrollment open until Friday. So if you would like more information about that, let me know. But one of the things that we're doing in this week, okay, this is all about self-leadership and, and embodying the mindset work, thinking differently, right? I don't just teach kind of mindset. What I teach you to do is actually think like a CEO, right? And part of the work that they're doing in this week is really understanding themselves on a deep level because part of showing up consistently on social media, part of copywriting, part of onboarding customers and leaders, part of putting out workshops is that we know ourselves on such a deep level that we have a, a really high level of unwavering belief so that if we put something out like a workshop or a post and we don't get the likes that we were expecting or the engagement or the traction or whatever it is, that we don't spiral into kind of, you know, a downward mindset and sit there procrastinating for two weeks, right? The Wellbeing Collab. Oh, would love to send you some information. I've just taken a screenshot so I can remember your, um, your Instagram handle. Yes, I am going to save this. Absolutely. Uh, and that's the work that they're doing because sometimes we have to, and a coach once used this example, and it's not the great the greatest example, considering I'm a very active person. But she said to me, sometimes you've got to, you know, get off the bike because we're all pedaling. We're pedaling like this on the bike. We're pedaling like crazy. But sometimes we need to get off the bike, program the GPS in a car and get to our destination faster and simpler. Okay. So let's just break down those three examples again, just to kind of give you another example of, of, of how to kind of look at your to-do list in network marketing and be like, shit, where do I start? Okay. So the, the example of workshops as a precursor to inviting to a workshop, you need a solid content plan, right? Like if you think about the value exchange to someone saying yes to coming to an online event, paid event, free event, in-person event, whatever, they're probably going to want to consume your value first, which means you need a solid content plan. You need to know what you want to create, what content you want to create. In order to create that content, you need to understand your ideal customer. If you don't understand who it is that you want to work with, the, the movement that you are leading, what you're passionate about, that's where I want you to start even if that means holding off on things, right? Because we're here, my clients come to me for sustainability and longevity. Anyone can build a really fast network marketing business, probably won't be sustainable, right? I want you to take a moment to start there. If you've already done that, if you have a, a good understanding of what your ideal customer needs, then start with the content plan. What is it that you wanna create, right? spend two weeks just really loving on your audience, loving on your ideal customer, and then invite to a workshop. Let's take the example of onboarding leaders. You know, I mentioned before that, you know, to be onboarded really well as a leader, they probably need to have a really great understanding of what it's like to be onboarded great as a, as a customer so that they can see what that looks like. That's going to help them to be the best leader they can possibly be. So what is your customer journey? Do you have one? 
How do you want customers to feel when they're onboarded? What works for you? Do you like sending a text message? Do you like WhatsApp? How much time do you have available? Do you want to send them emails? What is your continuing education plan, right? Are you sharing your message and your behind the scenes on social media? You see how there's like so many other elements as we peel back all the layers to onboarding leaders. We put that on our list. Okay, this is what I've got to do. But in fact, there's so many other things that need to happen before then. And if we take the example of copywriting and something that I mentioned there is, you know, if we don't know our ideal customer, like it's probably not going to be really great content. It might, I take that back. It could be a really great post, but it's not going to speak to the right people. Similarly, our words, whether it is in the form of a long form written post, whether it's on a reel, whether it's in Instagram stories, whether it's in a blog, whether it's in an email, right? That's us speaking to our ideal customer. And one of the, if not the most important thing when it comes to speaking our message, it's our energy and the way that we're showing up to speak that. So how good will your content be if you don't feel solid in your belief that you are the best person to to guide that client, to guide that customer? How good will your copy be if you haven't been doing the mindset work? Okay, so instead of just kind of hitting go and doing all of the traditional network marketing things, sure, it's all important. We need to onboard new customers in any business, whether it's a network marketing business, a bricks and mortar business, a service-based business, whatever. But if you're not currently getting results, I really encourage you to just slow down for a second because I want you to work smarter, not harder. And sometimes that means not showing up online or not putting that workshop in your calendar if you feel like you need to spend some time getting clarity. And I I also say that action creates clarity. So I don't just mean sit and plan and map it out forever. All I am saying is start to approach your to-do list and your activities with some intention. If you've been around for a while, you know that I always say that your, your belief drives your strategy and your strategy drives your belief, okay? Both strategy and mindset are equally important when it comes to building a business and using social media as as a tool to to sell, um, you know, in terms of onboarding customers, like both are really important. From a confidence perspective, having an infrastructure for your customers and your clients to be onboarded can help you show up confidently knowing you can support them. Okay, that's just an example. Okay, so I'm not saying sit there and plan things out, you know, forever and sit there and peel back all the layers of the onion until you figure out where you should really start. You know, like this is not a rigid approach. This is if you're doing the things and you don't feel like you are getting the results, just take a moment, pause for a second, write your list of the things that need to be actioned in your business. But instead of thinking about it as a to-do list and what's most important, What actually needs to happen from an energetic exchange perspective in order for that to be ticked off your to-do list? And I can guarantee you that more often than not, if you take all of those examples, workshops, onboarding leaders, and writing content, it's pretty much the same place. Have you done a little bit of mindset work, right? Do you know your ideal customer? 
You can't create any content unless you know your ideal customer. Can't onboard any customers or leaders unless you're speaking to your ideal customer and actually enrolling them in your business. You can't create copy unless you have a, you know, an idea of your ideal customer. And if you have that already, then do a content plan. Have you ever done a content plan? Have you mapped out, okay, this next two weeks, this is what I'm going to share, right? Let me know. Is this making sense? Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Come on to Facebook. Come on to Facebook. Let me know if you have any questions on Instagram. So sometimes you just have to get off the bike, put in the GPS in the car and get there a little bit faster and a little bit more simpler and without all of the <laughs> on the bike. All right. Okay. Now, a couple of things that I wanted to mention. Um, and if you would like to talk about this uh, in a little bit more depth, you want to, you know, just kind of list out, okay, these are my activities where, you know, help me brainstorm this a little bit, pop a post in our Elevating into Leadership Facebook group, comment on here, send me a DM. I'd love to connect with you. Okay. Uh, I also wanted to mention, I kind of mentioned it throughout this, this live as well, that we've decided to keep the doors open uh, for enrollment for Social Boss. My Social Boss Business Accelerator is a six-week fast-track program specifically in relation to social media. So week one is all about everything that we've spoken about in terms of getting clear on who you are, how you best communicate, all the things, okay, from a mindset perspective and how to kind of think like a CEO. Next week is all of the fun work in relation to ideal customer, but in a different way, not just like a, hey, she does yoga and drinks green, green smoothies, right? I teach ideal customer and all of this in a very, very different way. If you're one of my clients, you will already know that. Uh, so six weeks, right? Results from week one, right? That's why I wanted to create a six-week program. It's fast track. It's bite-sized. So we have kept, um, we're going to keep that open until Friday because group calls don't start until next week. So you're not going to miss out on anything. Module one is already there, ready to go for you to consume. So if you're interested, um, I am going to pop the um, the link with information in um both Instagram and Facebook. The other thing I wanted to mention too is that we have opened enrollment for early enrollment for the September round of my Ascension Mastermind. The Ascension Mastermind is specifically for network marketers and this is full service. This is not just social media. This is onboarding infrastructure, ideal client, networking, um, you know, understanding your brand, leadership, how to onboard new leaders, our systems and processes in our team. It is everything. It's like I said, full service. It's a three-month experience, very high-level support, weekly group coaching calls, support from both myself and my support coach, Sharice. Uh, so they are very different. But if you would like information about the Ascension Mastermind, um, I'm going to pop that in there as well. And you can feel free to send me a DM. Happy to chat to you about it. Same thing with my Instagrammers. Um, there we go. Yeah, I popped both in there in Facebook, both in Instagram. If you have any questions at all, please feel free to reach out to me. It was so great to connect with you and chat about this because it is, like I said, it's a bit of an unpopular opinion, but uh, one that I stand by wholeheartedly. It's exactly how I built my business. Uh, and, you know, and I have multiple businesses too. I don't have the time. I do not have the time to be spending hours and hours. So I 
being discerning around what is important and where you should be spending your time. This is a really great skill to start refining and we're never going to get it perfect. Okay. But I just want you to think about things with a little bit more intention uh, because I can absolutely tell you with every cell of my body that if you just keep doing the same activities every single day and not think about this, you know, differently, like, you keep getting the same results, right? We need to think about things with so much more intention. Alrighty, so great to connect with you. Thanks for joining me. I'm about to go eat my dinner. Have a beautiful evening. Uh, if you're in Oz and if you're elsewhere, have a beautiful day or morning or whatever it is, and I'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us this week on an episode of the All That Jazz podcast. Make sure you visit our website, www.jazzjervis.com.au where you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you love this episode, I would love a review and or a rating on iTunes. Or if you just want to tell a friend about the show, we'd love that also. It all helps us spread our message. And if you love this episode and you want to deep dive on this particular topic, you might want to check out my coaching options. Head to my website and click on Work With Jazz and have a bit of a browse. Thanks again for listening. I hope this episode has inspired you to take some spiritually aligned action in the direction of your best life. See you in the next episode.